Well, good afternoon, and welcome to episode 296 of The Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. How are you guys doing today? It is Saturday, March 20th, 2021, and today is the one-year anniversary of The Other Ground Live. Yay! It was one year ago today when we did our very first podcast. Um, back then, it was a two-person show, me and uh, Ryan. Uh, as most of you know, uh, he uh, parted ways with the show well, back in September. So uh, it's been a solo show back then, uh, ever since then. However, I do want to thank the guy because back then I would not have tried a solo show. I didn't have the confidence for it. I've done podcasting for years and years and years, but always with somebody else. I've never did a solo show, and I didn't think I uh, had it in me to do it, so to speak. So if he hadn't stepped up, the, the show wouldn't be around. So I do appreciate him for that. And I appreciate him even more for leaving because <laughs> it let me, because uh, at that point I had to step up and do a solo show and give me just one moment, please. Shut the fuck up. Go on. Sorry about that. <laughs> so yeah, I wouldn't have done a solo show if he hadn't kind of forced it on me. So I also appreciate him leaving. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, I don't have anything really special uh, lined up for tonight's show. Um, I do have something special coming up for episode 300 next week. Uh, as you guys know, I have Adam Hunter coming in. He's a stand-up comic. Uh, I'm really looking forward to speaking with him. Uh, he's also heavily into MMA, so I'll be, it'll be fun to talk with him about that sort of stuff as well. Um. Uh, so that's why I should have said the tenor. Yeah, if you weren't listening last night, uh, tenor and jits were on, and uh, they were trying to convince me to be angry or trying to give me kind of like the reverse of anger management training. <laughs> they were trying to give me anger release training, and I didn't. I didn't do too good. You know, like tenor had me try to yell at him at one point, and I'm just not a convincing yeller. I have to be actually pretty pissed off about something, and. Apparently, the dog growling for the last two hours since I gave her that fucking treat qualifies. <laughs> it's one of those chews that takes a little while. One of them, one of my little dogs eats it, takes about 10 minutes. The other one carries it around for four hours and freaks out if anybody gets near her. I can get near her, but like if the, if the other dog or the cat gets near her. So it's annoying as fuck. <laughs> so I, I, and I already feel bad about it because I don't like to yell at my pets. Um, but, well, there you go. Anyways, uh, personal-wise uh, for the show, um, as far as what went on today, yet another slow day at the country club. Don't really have anything to report about that. Uh, not quite as slow as uh, before because it is starting to gradually get nice around here. When I say gradually, I do mean gradually. Because, for example, when I woke up this morning and left my house uh, about, I don't know, 6 in the morning, uh, it was 27 degrees out. When I left my work at four o'clock, it was 57, I think. It might have, it might have made it up to 60. So uh, it does make it kind of hard to dress. I just, you know, I'm, since I go to work in a suit, I don't really have a lot of options. But obviously, I've been wearing my heavy coat in the morning and then throwing it in the car and ride, driving home without it. Yeah, because uh, it's got substantially warmer, which I'm looking forward to. Winter, it was actually a fairly mild winter when it comes right down to it. Uh, a lot of January was warmer than normal, like much warmer than normal, as well as December. Uh, February sucked ass. February uh, was the only month that we got any kind of substantial snow. It was only really one big snowstorm the entire season. 
uh, but then the rest of fe- February was cold as fuck. And I'm sure you guys remember that because it was all over the country. It wasn't just us. Like a good two, two and a half, almost three weeks of like sub-zero temperatures. Um, so I'm glad to see all of that gone. <laughs> as I get older, I find I'm less and less inclined to be to tolerate uh, cold weather. Uh, I used to make fun of the old people when I first started working at the country club because it'll be like April or May and they're still wearing jackets walking around. Like a couple of them will wear a jacket in June because you know, they caught a chill or something. And of course, these are like people in their 90s. Um, so but I, did, I didn't get it. I was like, I can't believe they're, they're cold. It's, it's freaking 82 in here. But I guess as you get older, your circulation gets poor and you're just cold all the time. That's got to suck. I don't like being cold. Can you imagine, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure not every person has this issue, but just going through your senior years cold, no matter what you fucking do. Getting old sucks. <laughs> All right, let me see if I can't find something to talk about. Go check over on the OG and see what they're chatting about today. I'm sure it'll be full of brilliant uh, conversation and certainly not any fucking idiots. <laughs> okay, maybe a lot of idiots. If a couple interesting conversations. Huh. No, 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 that's, that's politics. Um, they're talking about the most overrated NBA player, but I don't know enough about basketball to even throw an opinion in there. Uh, I, I know a little bit about like Detroit basketball because like most major cities, uh, you're going to hear about a lot about their sport, whether you like it or not. So I could, I could tell you some of the old school Pistons when they were doing well. Now that they're doing shitty, uh, the media, local media, doesn't shove it in our face 24-7. But when on, on championship years back in like the early 2000s when uh, they won a couple, you couldn't get away from it. You know, there was this special about the Pistons and this special presentation and all their shows or, I mean, excuse me, all of their games were, you know, televised uh, and easy to catch and, and everywhere, it seems like. Um, now that they suck, you don't really hear too much about them. I couldn't even tell you the names of any of the players except for Blake Griffin. And he, he might not even be a player anymore. They might have traded him or something. But last time I heard he was on the team. Um, just not in the basketball, which is a shame because I'm tall. But I'm also blind in one eye. So basketball never worked out well for me anyways. Uh, not to mention that I was not terribly tall when I was in school. I had a pretty good growth spurt at, at like the age of 17 or 18 after I'd gotten out of school. Um, which is which is why whenever I run to, into somebody that I went to high school with, they're like, God damn, I don't remember you being this tall. I'm like, well, because I fucking wasn't. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, so basketball was never for me. I, I tried. I had a friend who really liked basketball and he had a, a, a hoop uh, in his backyard. So, yeah, we play basketball a lot and I always sucked at it. <laughs> he was like a good inch, six inches shorter than me because he, I, I wasn't, I was tall as a kid, just not ridiculously tall. Um and uh, he was kind of on the short side for his age. So, but man, he could scoot around me like, like nothing else. I, I, ha- I had no concept of footwork or anything like that. Like uh, I couldn't, and I probably still can't do a running two-handed j- uh, jump, you know, like a proper basketball jumper where you, you run to get to, to get a little bit, to get some momentum going and then jump with both feet. I can't do that for me to jump with both feet. I have to be stopped. I've never mastered running and then jump pushing off with two feet at the same time i can't I, I well i don't know maybe as an adult if i i might be able to pull it off as a kid it, it was impossible to me so i could never get much uh um air time so to speak because i couldn't jump worth the shit uh let's see well if we can 
we're not going to talk about the NBA. It's, you know, it, it is a UFC fight night. I am singularly unexcited about this. It's uh, not very many exciting. There's like two interesting fights on there, a heavyweight fight, and that's only a semi-interesting fight. And the main event is fairly interesting. I, I'll, go, I'll give it that. But nothing's like make me go, oh, my God, I'm glad I have ESPN Plus so I can watch this shit. I think I may or may not have ESPN Plus. I might have let it expire. I don't can't remember exactly when I got the one year deal. And two, I'm not even going to turn it on. Once I get it done here, I'm going to eat something and go to bed. So, you know, there's zero reason for me to be excited about this fight. I do do the entire uh, fight uh, pick thing, which is a fantasy MMA league where you pick uh, the fights and what round you think they're going to win in and how you think they're they are going to win. And that's the only aspect of this fight. Uh, card that interests me in the least bit mostly because I did super duper shitty on the last one so I kind of want to redeem myself oh let's see sorry my wife is sending me messages on Facebook that I should be ignoring she wants to buy a piece of furniture off of Facebook marketplace or next door or wherever the fuck she found it and uh, and she wants to uh, it's like a hutch. She called it a buffet. And I guess that's the name for it because apparently that's a, a, a piece of furniture as well as like a place to go eat. Um, but it's more like more like a hutchy thing. And the first one she wanted to go buy was like solid wood and gigantic. And I told her, I was like, yeah, I can't help you with that. You realize that, right? There's a reason why I kind of stopped doing deadlifts and um, fucking squats and stuff because my fucking legs bother me too much. I, I think my hernia might be getting worse. Uh, I've been noticing a lot more lately, and and as much as I hate to admit it, I I can't help her pick, lift a fucking heavy ass thing like that. We need we would need help help from our friends. And it turns out we don't have any friends, so she so she can't buy that. One second, I gotta pick up a dog. Oh, so now she's found something smaller that her and her that her and her friends across the street can pick up while I'm at work apparently. Um, And I don't have an issue with that. I don't give a shit what she does inside this house. I've already told her that before. I, I go, it's your house. I don't care what furniture you want. I don't care where the furniture goes. As long as, um, as long as there's nothing in, in, as long as you don't mess with my den, which didn't work out because she throws shit in here all the time because I've got like a lot of extra space. It's not, a, it's not a big room. It's probably, I don't know, 10 feet by 15 feet, maybe 20. I don't know. I'm bad with measurements. But the only thing I have in it is my desk uh, with the computer sitting next to it and a small table with uh, uh, a TV and the uh, PlayStation 4 underneath it. And that's it. Like, so she throws shit in here all the time. But that shit changes. As long as it doesn't get in the way of me getting to my chair, I don't give a shit. Like right now, there's a chair that used to be in the living room, uh, but she decided it wasn't room for it in the living room. A, and a like wooden cabinet thing where we are currently storing like our pills and stuff, which was originally in the kitchen, but somehow migrated over here. I'm not quite sure how that happened, but tomorrow it might be in a completely different spot. It, it's a small house. Don't get me wrong. It, it's like a, a 998 square foot house. It's not even a uh, thousand feet, uh, but there's only the two of us. So you wouldn't think there'd be too many combinations that you could move the furniture around, but she finds a new one almost every fucking day. And she likes buying like little cheap pieces of furniture and stuff like that. Like she got rid of a, a, a different cabinet we had and bought like a wire rack thing instead. And she likes, as I've mentioned before, she likes putting stuff on the walls, like racks and holders and stuff. So I did buy her uh, a stud finder and a uh, 
wire finder so she doesn't burn down our house like we thought she did the other day. Did I ever mention that to you guys? I think I told you guys a story how about how I thought she drilled into an electrical wire. Wire. It turns out she did not <laughs> um, drill into an electrical wire at all. Um, we have no clue why her why she thought the screw got hot, possibly because she stripped it out with the drill and touched it right afterwards because she didn't know why it wouldn't screw in anymore. Um, it, and what she thought was a burning smell was actually coming from the cabinet we that we had bought the same day. It's like a little ki- kitchen island thing. It's got like a fake marble co- countertop on the top of it. And then, you know, then it has uh, like some cabinets underneath it. And from inside the cabinets was coming a really, really strong chemical smell from something that, you know, that they did to it. And we, she mistaked it for a chemical burning smell. I could smell it too. And I, it was definitely a chemically smell. I'm like, I don't know if that's what a, uh, electrical fire smells like I go, I don't, but I've never, okay, but geez, maybe, I don't know. So we, we actually had like a neighbor who knows this kind of shit come over and, you know, he checked around he goes, yeah, everything seems to be fine. He goes, he couldn't even smell that smell because he's old and has no sense of, sense of smell anymore. But, but we smelt it and we're worried about it for like two or three days until randomly I opened up the cabinet and, you know, to get something, which for the first time and, and, the, and the smell just rolled over me. I'm like, oh, that's what that is we're fucking idiots we don't we shouldn't be trusted with the house when it comes right down to it because <laughs> you know my my wife doesn't know anything about this kind of stuff and that's then that's obviously not her fault but i should know this kind of stuff and i don't so uh, sometimes i really don't think i should be a homeowner i certainly don't want to rent uh because renting is just a pain in the ass but uh, sometimes i feel like someone else should be in charge of this house <laughs> it's like that with a lot of stuff you know um me and my wife are adults, but we're not really adulty adults. It's, I feel like we, we, we can get by on our own, but we'd probably be better off if we had someone else that was more adulty helping us out as well. <laughs> like, you know, like my wife, she doesn't fuck with financial stuff. I don't know if she did with her, uh, with like it with her last husband, you know, when she had kids and all that good stuff or, if, uh, or if he took care of her or not, but she doesn't touch any of that shit for, uh, with me. Uh, and you guys have uh, heard me talk about that before. So. We'll move on anyways. Uh, hold on. Let's swing back over to the OG. I'm sure we can find something else to talk about over there, right? As always, if you guys want to call in, I accept all phone calls. I will never refuse a phone call. I might delay it if I'm in the middle of talking about something. And uh, if it's the end of the show and you're trying to call in, I might let that go. But for the most part, if you call in, I will certainly pick up your call. You might not stay on that long, depending on what you have to say to me, but I will pick up your call. So that applies to each and every person. Uh, in and in regards to any kind of like factions or gangs that seem to be forming up on Podbean, I don't take any sides. I'm an equal opportunity podcast. You guys are all more than welcome to come on here and have a conversation with each other, you know, because I'm sure that's hard to do sometimes. Hold on a second. I'm going to put down this dog. Uh, one dog. I'm sure that's hard to do sometimes because a lot of times with these Podbean shows, it's, it's kind of like a stack deck. Like if you have an issue with somebody, you can't really go on their show and bitch at them about it because it's their fucking show. They're going to have all the, the audience inherently on their side. They have control about if you can talk or not because they can mute you and whatever you want. So it's kind of hard for people to uh, resolve these confrontations in that regard. So that's why I consider my podcast a open forum for all sides. You guys are more than welcome to call up here and work out your differences without uh, having to worry about the uh, the the actual show taking sides or anything like that so so there you go <laughs> all right let's see what else we got to talk about um 
funny thing about Popeye's customer service. Uh, I've never been inside of a Popeye's. <laughs> I've ordered from Grubhub there uh, recently because um, I was, uh, where, where was I? I'm trying to remember where I ordered this from. Was I at work? I think I'd have to be at work because I, I don't think there's a Popeye's near me. Uh, so yeah, I was at work and I needed food and uh, I decided to roll the dice and got a Popeye's, Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich. And uh, it was good. I mean, it wasn't ridiculously. Oh, we, oh, you know what? Wait a minute. It wasn't a Popeye's uh, sandwich. It was a, a KFC uh, spicy chicken sandwich. It was pretty good. And surprisingly enough, it didn't mess with my stomach. Um, or if it did, it, was, it didn't hurt me too much because uh, with the IBS thing, it's sometimes it's a, an accumulation of what you've been eating over a couple of days. You can eat something to feel fine, eat something else, feel fine, then eat that third thing. And now you're all fucked up for a couple of days. So if you eat really clean IBS wise, occasionally you can throw something like that down your gut and it won't fuck you up too bad. Uh, or sometimes it will, you never know. But I, I rolled the dice on that one. It was pretty good. But in retrospect, I would I think I would have rather tried a Popeye's one because everyone tells me that they're quite a bit better than the KFC ones. How about you guys? Are you guys KFC fans or more a Popeye's fan? Or I guess Church's Chicken as well. Um, I've always been a KFC person as far as that goes, just because um, that's the only thing around me. <laughs> it's just the KFC. And that's, that's, what, that's what my parents like when we were growing up as well. I have fond memories of uh, our family all loading up into the station wagon and uh, driving for quite a while, it felt like a little kid to go fish, uh, like in the Detroit River. It had to be Detroit River because I remember being a young child watching like cargo ships, like full size cargo ships going by. And that's all obviously only going to happen on the Detroit River. Um, so we would fish off the Detroit River in this, like, it was a park. And I remember because there's picnic tables and, you know, some play stuff. And then right up to the water, I think there was, might have been a, like a boat dock or something like that. Um, And every time we went to do that, on the way there, we'd pick up KFC, like a bucket and, you know, coleslaw and whatever the sides there were. And uh, as a little kid, I loved KFC. It was one of the few foods that I liked. I liked the uh, the crunchiness of the uh, chicken skin and stuff. So, and this is like eight, seven, eight, nine years old. Um, so I have fond memories of eating KFC and then being bored off my ass for five or six hours because my dad wanted to fish at night. So this all happened in the evening. So we're, we're eating chicken, waiting for the sun to go down. I don't know. I guess the uh, um, fishing was better at night. Um, so, and we'd be there for hours. Like it was completely dark. I remember being kind of scared watching the container ships go by because uh, they had like rigging on them to move containers around. It was all, you know, had lights strung around it. It was really just ghostly looking and, and kind of freaky. Um, but uh, I enjoyed the chicken. <laughs> I thought Jay can't eat human food. No, for the most part, I can't. There's lots of, there's lots of it I can't really. Um, before I had IBS, I could eat anything. It didn't bother me at all. After IBS, I can eat like seven things. Um, but as I mentioned earlier, I can sometimes risk it a little bit if I've been eating clean for a while. Because a lot of times the uh, it's an accumulation of bad things that start that sets off your stomach thing. Or it could just be one. Depends. Depends on what happens. Part of the problem is uh, they haven't really super duper identified uh what triggers ibs they have a whole bunch of foods that they think could be a problem 
uh like there like, there's been studies on it like some, something called like the fodmap uh, and you need low fodmap map foods not high ones so they list a whole bunch of stuff that that uh, is sh- supposedly safe for your stomach than a whole bunch of stuff that wouldn't be but certain people aren't triggered by certain things regardless of which category you put them in and there's an entire mental aspect so that goes along with it because certain people are triggered just by stress without eating anything bad at all so it's really hard to treat it correctly because you never know exactly what's going on so anyways so now you know uh let's see okay i'm not seeing much on the old uh other ground today so why don't we swing on over to yahoo and read actual headlines and see if there's anything interesting to talk about over there oh my that's an interesting headline (laughs) well sure we're gonna go with this police in eagle county colorado say say they pulled over a man driving a bmw on wednesday before finding 21 pounds of suspected meth and one and a half pounds of suspected oxycodone in his car the suspect is chicago club's minor leaguer excuse me the suspect is chicago cubs minor leaguer leaguer that's a hard word to say jesus camargo yeah i think that's right jesus camargo according to the eagle county sheriff's office corral's bmw was speeding and swerving between lanes prompting the traffic stop when they pulled over the car which also had two passengers deputy jermillo said he asked if corellos if there's any drugs in the car uh they keep okay they keep, they keep on calling them two different names Corellas and then uh, Carmar- Carmargo Camargo told him no and that he follows a strict anti-doping policy because he plays in the cub system according to the report the three men gave deputies permission to search the car and a canine dog named Zane fucking tripped out and lost his mind when he searched that shit it was a club's duffel bag filled with cleats baseball gloves and several packages of white substance believed to be meth According to deputies, they also found a thousand dollars in cash and some oxycotton pills. Although a pound and a half of oxycotton pills is, uh, or oxycodone pills is a lot of fucking that too. So, holy shit, dude! Can you imagine that twenty-one pounds of meth? I don't know what the serving size on meth is, but that sounds like a shitload of meth. You know? Um, anybody know? Anybody ever do meth? No, any? I don't. Yeah, I mean, you see it on TV and stuff, but I really don't know how much meth is a lot of meth, to be honest with you. What's the normal dosage? I mean, I know lots of the different dosages. Uh, you know, uh, like weed, obviously. I understand cocaine, crack, the, all those things. I understand the, the amount of dosage. So when they start talking about how much uh, they found, I can, it gives me an idea, at least, of, of how big of a deal it is. 21 pounds of meth sounds like a shitload of meth, but I don't know how much it takes to get high on meth. You know, was it? Um, huh, you know what? Let's find out. <laughs> how much of, how much does a hit of meth weigh? I'm sure the internet will tell us, right? Maybe it won't. Frequently asked questions. Uh, okay, yeah, this doesn't look like what we're looking for. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's not good. You know what? It might be surprisingly hard to find out how much meth it takes to get high. Yeah, there's plenty of articles about how much it 
costs, but not a lot that's telling me how much you use. And I'm pretty sure anybody that's listening that happens to have done that before, it's probably not going to leap out and say, oh yeah, yeah, it's this much. You know, you need at least a half a gram to get a good high. Oh, well, I guess it's probably a question I don't really need the answer to, but I'm just going to assume 21 pounds is a shitload of meth, and that guy probably fucked up his career and his life. <coughs> Excuse me, I need a drink of water. Oh, that's so much better. All right, come here, dog. And I have, now I have to pick up a little doggy. Oh, come here, dog. This is the better of the two dogs for a lap, a lap dog. She just wants to sit here and be petted. You don't have to worry about her growling or nothing like that. Let's see. Huh. What else are they talking about in Yahoo? An article on Black Panther's stunt double. So I don't think that's appropriate news. Um, have, you, have you guys gotten around to seeing Falcon and, Winter, and the Winter Soldier yet? It, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I, you guys should probably check it out. After the first 15 minutes, it kind of slows down some. does a lot of world building and background to try to build up to give you an idea of what they're building toward and all that good stuff. So it's definitely worth watching. But you be aware that after the first 15 or 20 minutes, it's kind of slow. I, I assume the next episode will probably pick up the pace quite a bit as there is only six of them. And what do you guys think about that? Do you, do you guys prefer the six one hour episodes that they're doing with Falcon and the winter soldier? Or did you like the nine episodes that they did with WandaVision? Cause it's the same exact amount of time. They're all doing six hours basically. But, uh, with, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, they're using that six hours for six episodes. Yeah, WandaVision was nine episodes, which means they're basically all half-hour episodes. Um, and they did that in WandaVision for some pretty obvious reasons, because they were doing that the entire sitcom thing. And sitcoms are a half-hour, so it made sense in that format, but I, I prefer how they're doing it with uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I don't want it spread out. I want my story. Um... And I want it in chunk, bigger chunks than a half hour. It was very frustrating, actually, to have it stretched stretch out among nine episodes for me. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that one continuing. Uh, the only gripe I have with it, and it's not, this isn't a spoiler, spoiler if you haven't seen it, is that the character that plays Falcon, I don't know if it's the actor or if, the, or if he's specifically being told to play it this way as his character, but it's, he's basically playing Will Smith. <laughs> That's the entire personality and attitude that he throws out for his persona, um, which there's nothing wrong with. But I mean, if that was, the, I guess Will Smith's too old to do this shit. But it seems very odd to see, to be watching someone and have it come off as a Will Smith impersonation for a good portion of it. Uh, is has, have you ever uh, have any of you else seen it? Because uh, you know, if so, tell me about it. If you think that that is true, or if that's just me, so <laughs> that's racist. Probably totally racist, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got. I still haven't watched the uh, Justice League Snyder Cut because uh, I don't have fucking four hours yet. <laughs> that uh, I'm going to try to kick it out on Monday or Tuesday. I'll, I'll ask my wife if she wants to watch that shit. Um, speaking of shit, 
being Saturday night, it is a music night. Um, I don't torture you guys with a lot of music, but I like to play something at least once on Saturday. I invite you guys to throw out songs you also want to hear. I mean, it's not going to be a music music night where we play music for the rest of the thing, but uh, I think we can throw a couple of them in there, right? All right, give me a second. I'm saying this all slowly because I'm actually doing this, setting it up right now. Um, because it does take me a second or two to uh, find a song and then download it and upload it and all that's good shit. Uh, there it is. That's what we're looking for for this. Type that good old YouTube address in there to convert it to an MP3. Ironically enough, it's so super duper easy to get an MP3 now. Um, and no one uses them for anymore because pretty much everyone streams. Like I could build a, a pretty good music collection just going through YouTube and, and downloading MP3s with this converter. But I have a streaming service, so I would, why would I bother to do that? <laughs> Uh, crazy how technology's turned and it's just and it's so much quicker now like i while we were speaking i went and found them the song on youtube that i wanted uh, ran it through the youtube converter it just downloaded it and now as we speak i'm going to upload it onto this podbeam site um if i can find out where i put it ah uh, there it is literally just click right now Okay, it's loading, it's loading, it's loading, it's loading, it's loading, it's loaded. Now it's uploaded to Podbeam and I can play it for you guys right now. And to me, that's crazy. I know I'm old, I know I'm relatively old, so. Uh, and technology is moving pretty quick nowadays, but that still surprises the fuck out of me. Um, I realized it wasn't the greatest prep work. <laughs> I totally forgot that I was wanting to play a song for you guys. Um, don't worry, it's not one of my crazy songs. It's, it's a regular song. Uh, as you guys know, I'm a big into heavy metal. And this has always been one of my favorite songs because it's kind of hard to find a upbeat, happy, heavy metal song, even if it's only sarcastically happy. <laughs> so I hope you, hopefully you guys enjoy this. And if not, oh well.
Well, there you go. That's obviously lovely by Suicidal Tendencies. Up next, we're going to have some Faith No More. No, actually, <laughs> sorry. I, at one point, I wanted to be a radio DJ. Uh, I've told you guys that story before. Way too late in my life to start that career now. Uh, radio DJs don't make shit to start off with. But anyways, yeah, so that was Suicidal Tendencies. I've always been a big fan of them. I got to meet the uh, guitarist and smoke a joint with them. I've told you guys that story before. Just found him in the hotel that we knew he was going to be at uh, after the show by hanging out in the hotel bar. So, and it was a good time. He was not having a good time, though. He caught his finger in a revolving door playing floor hockey at the last hotel that they were at and, like, cut the tip of it right off. Uh, so he still went ahead and played, but he got really drunk afterwards. <laughs> so he was very, very, very interested in smoking a joint with us. Because, <laughs> you know, back then, uh, pot was completely illegal and, and you know, not as easy to get, especially if you're a guy touring around the country. And realistically speaking, uh, I'm sure that they carried all kinds of drugs with them on the tour bus, but it's probably not a good idea when you're touring the country to have a large amount amounts of uh, drugs on you. So I imagine they probably just scored weed and shit from town to town. I don't know. I don't know how that works for rock stars. The only uh, musicians I know never never reached rock star level. Yeah, you know, when they toured the country, they did it in their van which is probably not as nice of an experience as doing it in a tour bus. And Boy, the, speaking of tours, it's got to be rough on the musicians now because now that they don't really make any money uh, off their music, relative, at least compared to back in the day, they responded by like raising the prices on tickets a shitload to make money. Well, shit, there hasn't been really a real concert season in what, more than a year and a half now. And it looks like there probably won't be much of a concert season this year. You see them here and there, uh, and maybe so like with smaller outdoor venues, but there's really nothing going on as far as concerts go. So it's kind of a hard time for the the musicians, huh? I mean, uh, I know they make money off streams and stuff, but from what I understand, it's uh, not a gigantic amount. Uh, I'd be interested to see how much uh, the average, like, mid-level musician made from their spotify and like itunes and all the other pandora and all the other streaming services i don't know i don't know it's uh interesting to think about but i certainly don't have any information at all maybe i should have thought about that before i started the show and did some research and looked things up so i would so that i would know what i'm talking about uh you know i might start doing that in the future <laughs> That sounds like a good way to run a show, right? They actually have topics beforehand and look them up and have things prepared. And, and I, I used to do somewhat like that. I used to spend like a, a couple hours before the show just picking out headlines of stuff that I want to talk about. But I never really read the headlines because I figured, you know, I'd read them along with you guys. And that, that didn't work out pretty well as a for a show. You know, uh, me reading, just reading news articles to you guys does not see does not seem to be what you guys are looking for as far as the show goes. But on the other hand, you know, I suppose there could be worse things I was doing. <laughs> oh, let's see. Go back on over to Yahoo. A British woman has vanished in the U.S. Virgin Islands. Her, Mer her American boyfriend has stopped cooperating. Well, you don't even really need to read any more of that article, don't you? <laughs> let's see. Three Florida women arrested, one still missing after being filmed attacking Popeye's employee via a drive-thru window. F 
four people attack someone through the drive through window? Okay, well that, clearly we need to click on that, right? It's in Florida. <laughs> Three, Flor <laughs> Three Florida women have been arrested by the Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office for an attack in which a Popeye's employee was hit multiple times via the drive through window. All three suspects, uh, Brianna Toombs, age 19, uh, Chloe Argina Hernandez, uh, age 21, and jo Joanna CD? I don't know, 19, hail from West Palm Beach. The, the alleged attack happened on Tuesday around 1 p.m. Jesus Christ, 1 p.m.? They, they don't even have the excuse that they were drunk off their ass? Uh, in the nearby town of Latana, the trio was charged with robbery with a weapon and burglary with assault or battery. What? Okay, deputies say the group driving in Nisa Centro got into a verbal argument with the Popeye's cashier. Another person in the drive-thru captured cell phone footage of the chaos. Uh, yeah, okay, we're not going to watch that. We don't. Uh... The driver told South Florida Sun Central one of the suspects sprayed an unknown aerosol through the window. Uh, he said, I couldn't walk into the restaurant because everyone was running out coughing. Uh, I was For a moment, I was totally shocked by it. Uh, let's see. Two women in the group have, are alleged to have spat on the cashier. Uh, police also say two of the women exited the car to attack the two other employees inside the Popeyes. One of the women is accused of reaching into the drive through window to take cash out of the register. Jesus fucking Christ, what kind of shit show is that? I mean, seriously. I mean, I mean, the only excuse I can ever have for that kind of stuff is that when, or when people drunk off their, are drunk off their ass, which is no excuse at all. But I see a lot of people do in, inexcusable things when they're drunk that they wouldn't do w when they were sober because they have more self-control of themselves. But at one o'clock in the afternoon, you feel the need to not only get into a verbal, verbal argument with some dude just doing his job. Uh, and I'm going to take the, the, the Popeye employee's side on this until I hear something really ridiculous. The, let me rephrase that. The only way the Popeye dri driver, the only way the Popeye's employee could be at fault is if he would have said something so ridiculously horrible to those people. Uh, and I can't even conceive what he would have said that can set all four of them off to the point where they're spitting through the register, swinging punches, going inside the restaurant to beat somebody up. And then go ahead a little a little petty larceny and uh, and have one of them reach through and steal money out of the register while the employee's getting his ass beat. So yeah, that sounds uh fucking ridiculous. What are you guys talking about in the chat box? I haven't paid hardly any atten attention to the chat box today. I do really apologize. I've been glancing at it here and there. Most of you guys are just arguing back and forth and not paying any attention to the show. So sometimes I lose track of what you guys are saying. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's okay. You know, uh, I'm sure it will be fine in the long run. All right, let's see. What else we got to talk about? Uh, nope. Yeah, more that's Falcon and Wintel Soldier. Oh, I told you guys I'm a soldier. Why am I having so much problem saying soldier? Falcon and the Winter Soldier. See, it's not that hard when I concentrate on it. Apparently, I just can't fucking talk worth a shit if I'm not paying attention. <laughs> so, um, you know what? Actually, back on this topic again. Do you guys have any plans for your summer? 
Do you have any plans for the warm weather? Uh, the vast majority of my listeners are going into spring and summer. Uh, and I apologize to my listeners that are going into the winter. So I know that sucks. Um, but for us who are approaching the nice season, what are your plans? Uh, do you plan on going any place? Uh, obviously, out, outdoor activities are the norm for the summer. Are you going to travel any place to do that? It uh, being that it's an outdoor activity, it does make it substantially safer to uh, do that rather than traveling for other types of vacations. You know, like uh, like if you're going to a resort, or if you're going to Vegas to gamble, or some shit like that. Uh, but you still get to reach your destination. So for some people, that won't be a huge deal because obviously they're going to drive themselves. For for others. I don't know. Do you guys feel like you're uh, safe enough to do what you would normally do in the summer now? Well, like, I don't really travel or do anything like that. So summer's no different than the winter for me, for the most part, except for it's nice out when I walk outside. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be a regular summer. I really, um, really hope it is. I guess, I guess we're talking about COVID now. Um, it's just such a fucked up thing. I've seen so many people fucking suffering from this COVID for so long. And yes, I realize it is a real disease and real people are dying. But at some point, shit, dude, we gotta, we have to go back to normal. Today, I found out my wife lost her second job. I mean, it's not a big deal. I told her she should quit this job all the time because it paid shit. And she actually didn't work that many hours there. She's like to be out of the house a little bit. But she lost her job today because the business is going under. They with the, with the COVID regulations and everything going on. Even now that they've reopened their business, uh, reopened the business, their business hasn't come back. Um, they don't know why. They were a robust business before the corona thing. Now, all of a sudden, they can't get can't sell enough uh, food to keep the place open, um, which is a bummer. I don't. My wife is sad. She liked those people up there, but for us, it's not a financial thing. She literally made almost nothing there. <laughs> Which is, you know, and she has her other job. She has her job working with me. She's the ladies' locker room manager. Which uh, entails a lot of things. Her, a lot of her job is basically just to make the ladies happy. And she goes out of her way to do that. A lot of times, you know, she'll one way she goes out of her way to do that is to make sure that the locker room is stocked up with snacks and things that they enjoy. Uh, some things is provided by the club. And if there's something that's not provided by the club, oftentimes she will go and ask her boss, like the general manager or the clubhouse manager, if she can have this for the ladies. Uh, and sometimes a lot of times they sell her, tell her no, uh, because you know, there's already a lot of shit in there. Like they, they had literally, okay. You've got, you guys ever seen the, uh, convenience store, like quarter candy dispensers where you, you put in a quarter, then you turn that, uh, knob a couple of times, it drops candy out. Well, we have a whole bunch of those. They're they're not coin operated ones, but they're filled with like different things like Mike and Ike's and Red Hots and MMMs that they can just, you know, pour out into their hand or cup if they want. So that's sanitary. We don't have to worry about, you know, any kind of like COVID issues or any kind of like other issues, just germs in general. Uh, cause for a while they were doing stuff like uh, in the like in the men's locker room, they had like bowls of nuts with uh just like a spoon in it for you for you to get some and you know uh the some of the members didn't think that was hygienic so they've moved on to this sort of thing uh the thing is there's lots of stuff that my wife wants to give to the members that they're not supplying so you know what happens my wife buys this shit herself with her own money 
and then puts it out in the locker room. Like she likes to buy oranges and uh, uh and throw them and throw them in a bowl near the back door so that the ladies can have one as they're going out to play golf. One second, you can see. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know where that came from. Or like other candies um, or that they don't provide. But here's the thing. My wife buys all this stuff with the tips that they give her. All of it. Like, because she gets tipped pretty well. Uh, even even last year when there wasn't shit going on, she still got tipped fairly well. They tip her, they give her, they just give her money at the start of the season so just to be taken care of. Uh, like some of them will go, hey, here's $100 for my shoes for the season. Because she'll she'll like take care of her shoes, you know, uh, their golf shoes, clean them out, make sure that they're ready for the next time. Um, and because of that, she goes out of her way to buy these things. And I was like, I've told her, I was like, you don't need to buy these things. You shouldn't be buying these things for these members. These members would not buy do this for you. I go, you know, th- th- this is your job. If if the club doesn't want to provide it, I wouldn't worry about it. And she insists that she gets better tips. You know, uh, and, and more money from the members by taking care of them this way. And since it's her tip money, I don't really give a shit, you know, one way or another. Um, I don't expect her, her tip money is her tip money. You know, um, she's, you know, she makes a decent hourly wage. So it's not like she's a um, waitress and where most of her money comes from tips. Although it might end up being that way once we pick up uh, when she runs the lady, she also runs the ladies card room and there she can make some fairly good tips because whenever one of the ladies wants to play it's a group of four uh so each table is a group of four each lady gives the the ladies locker room attended uh five bucks when they play so she makes twenty dollars off each table in the summer there will be eight to twelve tables a day so she can make a fair amount of money on that some of that i'm hoping will go into the regular bank account when i say you know she makes i don't have have a problem with her make keeping her tips that's like the $20, $50. Once she's making two or $300 a day in tips, I would, I'm expecting some of that to be deposited. <laughs> I mean, uh, fair is fair. And five bucks, you got to remember, yeah, so Hudson just said five bucks sounded pretty cheap. Well, you got to remember, the only thing she's really doing for them is setting up the card tables uh, and then running and making sure that like their little plates of cookies are refilled and, and running, and get, running and getting them a soda if they want something like that. So it's not really a uh, a hard job for her, even when she has a whole bunch of tables. So it's pretty easy money. Yeah, and giving them food and beverages, that's called a waitress, but not really. They're not ordering off the menu. It's just a plate of cookies that she has there, and every once in a while she checks to make sure it's refilled. And she, and so, but yeah, she will run and get them like a, a glass of water or some tea or shit like that. But she doesn't, uh, but she doesn't, make waitresses wages you know um she doesn't make what she should as a locker room manager to be honest with you but they figure in that a lot of her money is going to be tips so that's why the hourly wage while it's not bad i mean she makes more than she would if you she started at target or uh, someplace like that but it's still not a gigantic amount of money i make a fair amount more than she does and i don't make ridiculous money by any means uh but we're happy where we are uh as as of right now we're making enough money to pay our bills and it's start it's starting to look like we're saving up a little bit of money, although it's so hard to tell how you're doing when, when they keep on throwing extra money at you. I'm not complaining in the least bit, but holy shit, uh, the free money is just fucking raining in, and I, and I don't understand how the, the country is going to afford all this shit, to be honest with you. Like, we just got like $2,800 in our bank account the other day for absolutely no reason. And while I appreciated it, I mean, I was didn't need it. I mean, 
I'm, we're not going to spend that one. I think we're probably going to save it because we don't have a ton of ton of money in the bank, but we had some already. And it seems like I'm just afraid I'm going to go spend that money on something stupid and then something I need will break right then and there. It'll cost the exact same amount. <laughs> but uh, now they like, for instance, I got another check in the mail yesterday. I, I, I was possibly not going to mention this one, but I, I think I will. From the state of Michigan, like, about two or three months ago, my clubhouse manager contacted me and my wife and, and told us uh, about a Michigan grant for like hotel and hospital hospitality uh, employees. Uh, excuse me, uh, that um, because of where we worked at, we could apply for it. And I didn't think nothing of it because they said you know, they only had so much money in this uh, in this uh, fund. So and how much you got would depend on how many people were approved and this, that, and the other. And my wife and I both applied for it. She was turned down. I have no clue why. It, technically speaking, she would qualify for it more than I do because I make slightly more money than she does. So, so, but she was turned down, but and I wasn't. So, like, uh, in the mail yesterday, there was a check for fucking $793. Um. You know, which is awesome. I mean, great. I'm, but once again, I'm just going to throw this shit in the bank because I'm afraid to spend it. <laughs> I've already made some uh, some silly purchases with money lately, so I, I don't need to make any more. <sighs> so, I mean, don't get me wrong. It is nice to... I, I've worried about money almost my entire life. And by the way, when I say I'm doing okay financially speaking, I mean, I'm talking like I have thousands of dollars in the bank, not that I have tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands or anything like that. Um, I'm still poor, don't worry. But it's the first time in a long time where I didn't think about my bills almost on a daily basis. And I like that. I like that quite a bit. I don't need to be rich, but it's nice not to worry about money. I'm, And I'm sure in three or four months when we've blown all that money on stupid shit, I'll be back, right back to worrying about money. <laughs> but it's a nice break. I want to say I need some water. <clears throat> ah, yeah there you go i try not to drink too much water during the show because i go to bed not too soon afterwards nothing sucks more than getting up three or four times in the middle of the night to pee someone says i'd look great on a vespa get a get a, ve a vespa <laughs> hmm and someone asked if I if I didn't that, that I didn't need to cash out my retirement. Uh yes and no. Uh because without that we were got we would have probably went in the negatives a couple times um before we started all getting all this money. So it would have been a close thing and I actually think I wouldn't have been able to pay my bills at one point there in January. So yeah, and don't get me wrong, that wasn't a ton of money, but it it was enough to get us by. So that that's part of the reason why I'm uh not worried about bills so much because that's still in there. But if it wasn't in there, at one point we would have dipped into the negatives, then that would have sucked. Um, yeah, which meant I would have had to like put money on my credit cards and not paid it off monthly like I'd like to. So, yeah, I wasn't thrilled about cashing in my 401k. But as I mentioned, it wasn't like a ton of money. So I'll, I'll just start over on that. No tremendous loss, really. And hopefully I won't have to worry about that because, you know, I'll strike it rich in some other way. They're like, this podcast will take off and I'll be world famous and I'll just have those beans rolling in as people throw at me uh, for having the most amazing fucking podcast in the world. But I'm also not counting on that one, too. <laughs> There's a good chance I'll probably work until I die. 
Because um, realistically speaking, I, would, I think I'd have to work until at least I was 65 uh, at my current job, at my current job. And no one in my family really lives that long. So I firmly expect to die while I'm working. That's uh, maybe a pessimistic attitude, but you know what? Uh, I think it's just realistic. Buy, Jay thinks I should buy a uh, an adult bouncy house. Uh, Moon Coot does. Uh, that'd be like five minutes of fun. <laughs> that I'd probably turn an ankle or something and that would be it. And uh, Grad 2 says, I ain't making 65 play ball. You know, I'm probably not. I'm not the most healthy person in the world anyways. Um, but I don't worry about shit like that. You're here until you're not here. You know, uh, and yes, it, obviously being here longer is greater than better than not being here so long. But once you're done, you're done. So I try not to worry about it too much. I have no clue what's going to happen when you die. Um, I've never put a ton of thought into it because I didn't see the point. Uh, I'm firmly agnostic in that I don't know what what is real and what is not. And you've never and it's it's really hard to prove either way. So I'm just going to wait around and see what happens. I'm, I'm going to find out either way, right? I mean, don't get me wrong. If you ask me what I think is going to happen, I think I'm just going to be dead. Uh, and that's going to be the end of it. I don't really think there's an afterlife uh, and all that good stuff. But I kind of hope there is, you know. Uh, and I can't prove that there isn't. So um, I'm cautiously skeptic about it. But I'd be that would be really fucking awesome if there's an afterlife and everybody went up to heaven and hung out with their uh, loved ones and all that good stuff. <clears throat> Um, who wouldn't want that, right? But I don't really think that's what happens. I think when you're done, you're done, and that's the end of it. And that's really fucking scary. Uh, I've thought about it a couple times, and it's it's a topic I don't like thinking about. You know, your own mortality, uh, about what it'd be like just not to be there anymore. I mean, you fall you fall asleep and wake up, and people are like, "Oh, it's probably like, it's just like falling asleep and not waking up." But it's not like that. It can't be when you know when you're asleep, you dream, you think about things. Stuff you still you might not realize it. But, you know, uh, and so, but like I said, I try not to think about it because it's a scary, really fucking scary thing. I don't want to die. I never really thought about uh, death too terribly much other than the abstract uh, until the entire cancer thing. And even then, I'll be honest with you, I never thought I was going to die. I never thought it was that big of a deal prior to the, prior to the surgery and stuff, you know, because they're like, oh yeah, yeah, there's not going to be chemotherapy. I'm like, oh, okay. No, it doesn't respond to chemotherapy. We're just going to have to take it out. I'm like, okay, well, that's going to suck, but people have organs removed all the time. I go, yeah, I go, that's not a big deal. People don't have die from, like, you, people give away kidneys. So how bad of a deal could it be? It can't be that bad, you know. Um, and apparently uh, having one removed in this method is quite a bit worse than actually than having one removed for a transplant. Uh, I was unaware of that. And apparently it was also way more risky uh, and dangerous to my health and, and life than I uh, had suspected. Uh, looking back at looking back on it, I should have totally been terrified because there was a good chance I was going to die. Um, but I didn't. And I, I, like I said, I never thought about it like that. I guess I'm too naive or like <sighs> optimistic about life in general. But my wife was certainly worried about it. She was 100% convinced that she was losing her new husband. I, and I felt really bad for that. We'd been dating for you know two or three years before we got married, but we'd only been married for about a year, uh, a little more than that when we found out all this stuff was going down and it was pretty rough on her. Yeah. So she, you know, she uh, had a couple divorces cause I'm her third husband, by the way. Um, and she had thought that she thought, finally thought she finally found the person for her. And then turns out the person for her was going to die. 
So, so as much as I never thought about dying, she was 100% convinced I was going to die. So when the, uh, when the three hour operation took seven hours, she was, you know, she was already like, I guess, like thinking about funeral preparations and shit. So, but I didn't die. I got better. And oh, here's good news. Speaking of getting better. Uh, I have a doctor's appointment on Monday, which is not a thrill for me. I hate going to the doctor, but this is the cancer doctor and it is going to be my last cancer doctor appointment. Uh, I'm officially going to be at three years. Uh, and that's, that's when they're done. They said the, after this cancer thing, they watch you and test you pretty intensely for three years to make sure it's not going to come back. And if it hasn't come back in three years, you're in the clear. Uh, I've already had my testing done and looked at it. So I know what the doctor is going to see and talk to me about. So I'm clear. It's all good. Tomorrow's just mainly ceremonials to make sure that the insurance pays for the fucking uh, test that I took a, a couple weeks ago to check this all out. So, so yeah, I'm, uh, I'm pretty happy about it. Uh, thanks, G-Rock. Uh, thanks, uh, Daddy Glenn and Roastmaster. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a thing. And I'll be honest with you. Like when I tell people that I'm a cancer survivor, I, it feels like a lie. I don't feel like I got cancer. I'm a surgery survivor that, that I can claim. Yeah. I, I was, uh, I, I survived the surgery, but most cancers are so much more than that. and so worse than what I had. Like I said, uh, kidney cancer doesn't respond to chemotherapy or radiation. So I didn't have to go through all that, you know, all that pain and fucking nausea and just the horribleness over and over again as they poison your body to try to get rid of the cancer. I didn't went through none of that at all. Uh, ironically enough, um, a week or two before I found out that I had kidney cancer, I had literally word, word for word had told somebody that I'd never felt better in my life. I'd recently got a hot tub. I and mean, at that point I was in my life, I was working out pretty hardcore uh, and I was in pretty good shape and adding the hot tub to the routine. Like I would, you know, work out like a madman, go hop in the hot tub and then go to work. And by the time I got to work, I'd feel fucking amazing. It was, you know, I was, I was feeling great. And, and literally speaking, I was dying while walking around telling people I've never felt better. I had gotten a test, like my general physical and blood work six months before that. Uh, like in the, the December, because I found out in May, and it ca all came back clean. So I went from fucking 100% healthy, according to those tests, to stage three kidney cancer within six months. Um, and uh, it's just fucking, you know, it's scary how, how that works. You know, with the entire COVID thing, people say that, that, you know, most of the people that die have underlying health issues. I'm like, yeah, that's true. But you can have underlying health issues and not know fucking anything about it. I mean, obviously for COVID, it wouldn't matter whether I had cancer or not, but there's all kinds of things going on in people's bodies that they don't know are going on. I know someone the, around my age that died from COVID fucking a couple, about a month or two, uh, or two ago. And then like two weeks later, his dad died. Uh, now the dad one was a little more logical being he was an older person, but still you know, two people in that family died from COVID like a week's apart from each other. That's gotta be fucking rough. Um, yeah, and I told the story before. I just got super duper lucky. I I got I got in a hernia, uh, and it was and it hurt really bad as I was getting out of a hot tub, uh, to the point where I was concerned about it. Um, because I've had hernias in the past, but I'd never had something hurt this bad. So I thought it was a hernia, but I I felt like I needed to double check. So went over to the uh, emergency room. They checked me in. They're like, yeah, it's probably a hernia, but we're gonna give you a CAT scan to make sure it isn't kidney stones because sometimes they have similar symptoms. And they're like, no, no, yeah, it looks like you have a small hernia. And you might have a lump on your, 
they said that we found a lump on your kidney which is a really mild way of putting it i appreciate that because they didn't panic me they didn't find a lump they found like a softball encapsulating like three quarters of my uh, kidney um so and that ended up fast tracking the uh surgery quite a bit i believe they found out that i had uh something going on may 6th and i had surgery on may 22nd so they fast tracked that a bit quite a bit but anyways that's you guys i've told that story a whole bunch of times i'm sure you guys don't want to hear it and looking at the time it's actually fucking time to get out of here fuck i kind of over went over yay <coughs> i want to thank you guys all for listening in i can't do the show without you um we're going to be back next week to do it again you guys know i don't uh, do the podcast on sunday monday and tuesday although <coughs> just maybe you might catch me do a short show on sunday monday or tuesday just to do one because I really want episode 300 to land on Friday when I have comedian Adam Hunter on the show. Make sure to listen in. He's going to be telling us about his uh, stand-up career, uh, his um, amateur wrestling career back in high school, and the fact that he's now a coach for wrestling. Uh, He's also a big MMA guy, so we're going to be talking about that and all kinds of other things. So make sure you tune in next Friday, which, if I make it correct, will be episode 300. So once again, see you guys next week. I'm Passive J, and you guys have yourself a great day. Theme tune for the OG. Thanks, Juice.